Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends. I am super excited because today we have got such a good episode that I know a lot of you are going to relate to. I just reviewed the notes and yeah, I'm pretty stoked about this. So get ready for some bloody good stuff. But before I dive in, I just wanted to say a couple things. If you are loving the podcast, then I want to invite you to share it with a friend. I would be really grateful if you would share this with a friend who you know would get benefit and help and support from listening, please. And if we aren't friends on Instagram, come and hang out. (laughs) I love Instagram. It's like my favorite social media place to hang out. I'm obsessed with all of the cat memes and the cat videos. I follow some hilarious accounts. But also I love to share really good nuggets and just, you know, Little things that can help you shift your perspective and make changes in real small, easy to implement ways. So if you don't mind all of my cat videos, which you will see, or my cat photos, (laughs) little snippet into my life at home, there is also some really good stuff there. And I just think it's a super fun place to hang out. So if that's for you, come and find me, xena.jones.coach on Instagram. Let's hang out. Okay, so today we are talking about right and wrong thinking. So right and wrong thinking is believing that there is a right and a wrong way to do something. So a right or a wrong decision to make, a right or a wrong way to approach a conversation, a right or wrong career choice, a right or wrong person to marry. So let me know if any of this sounds familiar. I need to make the right decision. I need to figure out the right way to market my business. I need to get this right so I don't make a mistake. I didn't say the right thing. I didn't do it the right way. I haven't figured out the right way to go about it yet. So we think that right equals good and wrong equals bad. It's very black and white the way that we think about this. And we put so much pressure on ourselves to get it right in our jobs in our relationships with our decisions with our businesses we have this constant pressure to get it right so let's walk through an example so let's say you have a decision to make Perhaps it's a decision around where you're going to live or a change to your career, whatever decision you have. And when we're thinking, I need to get it right, I need to make the right decision, we feel a shitload of pressure. And what happens when we feel a lot of pressure? We consume a ton of information. We do a lot of of research. We're searching for the best answer. And we don't trust ourselves to make a decision. We look outside of ourselves for the answers. 
right? We think that someone else or something else knows better. So we second guess, we doubt ourselves, we compare ourselves and our lives to other people. And what we don't do is we don't try a bunch of things to figure out which one we want to do, right? And when we don't try a bunch of things, that means we don't learn from experience. We don't gather more real life data, more information. And we also look to the past for what has and hasn't worked. And we try to use past evidence when in actual fact, we don't want to go backwards. We, we don't want to base it off the past. We want to base it off the future and what we want. So what does all of that action, what does all of doing that create? Here's what it creates, my friend. We don't get it right. Why? Because A, we're either paralyzed by fear of getting it wrong, so we do nothing. Or B, we make our decision from a place of fear. We do what we think is safest and lowest risk of, quote unquote, air quotes, getting it wrong. So therefore, we don't trust ourselves to be okay no matter what. Right? Now, I'm saying we a lot today because my hand is raised. I do this too. Right and wrong thinking has been one of the things that I have been coached on a lot in recent years. Hence why I know this so well. I know it inside out and back the front, my friends. (laughs) I, I really do. Right. It became super apparent to me that this way of thinking was keeping me paralyzed in my business. It was like I'd hit this glass ceiling, this self-imposed glass ceiling and having worked on this and done a lot of deep work on this and it still comes up sometimes for me, I've been able to shatter my own glass ceiling, my own self-imposed, you know, ceiling that I had. It is a perfectionist fantasy to think that there is one right best way and that you're gonna nail it every single time is there a right way to learn to walk is there a right way to hike up a mountain full of trails is there a right way for humans to live their lives no there is the way we choose that we make right for ourselves There are so many paths up a mountain and there are no right paths. Except for that one guy who's running around and around the bottom saying, that's not the right way. I haven't found the right way yet. You're wrong. (laughs) And he's going in circles, not getting anywhere. Well, not getting up anywhere. (laughs) Right and wrong is all made up. As a society... We have literally made decisions about what's right and what's wrong. And we don't all agree. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Right? So for example, some some people believe that it's right to go to church. And it's wrong not to go to church every week. Now, personally, I don't believe that. But many people do. That's okay. Another example is that most of us have decided that murder is wrong. And we even have a law that tells you it is wrong. 
but a bunch of a bunch of people still do it. Right? They still do it. Now, I like this law. <laughs> right? I'm I'm happy that murder is wrong and it's illegal. But that is still made up. We as a society made the decision about that being wrong. So here's another example because that one's pretty extreme. Here in New Zealand, there is little to no pressure on you to go to university or college, as you may call it. I literally had zero pressure on me to go. My parents were like, yeah, if you want to go, go. If you don't, all good. Whereas in many countries, it is wrong not to go to college. College is the right way. University is the right way. People might say it's the only way. They, they would say to you, you have to go. You must go. But not here and not in a lot of countries. Now, we think that this pressure that we feel, this pressure to get it right, comes from our families or from our communities or from what our friends are doing from not measuring up to them or from our bosses at work. But in actual fact, the pressure we feel to constantly get it right comes from our own thinking. So it comes from thinking the thought, I need to get this right. So what if instead you were to say, I get to do what's right for me? Or I get to do anything I want to do and make it right. To me, that one sounds super empowering. Or whatever I do, I make it right. Or there is no such thing as right and wrong. So I am good regardless of what I do. Again, that one to me, super empowering. I was chatting with a friend the other day about building a tiny house And she was talking about whether or not she should buy a piece of land before building the tiny house. And I said to her, if there was no right or wrong way to do this and you were guaranteed to end up wildly happy no matter what you did, which order would you do it in? And then it was super obvious to her that she would go for the tiny house first. That's what she wanted to do. So when you remove there being a right or a wrong way, then it's often pretty obvious what it is that you would like to do, right? If there was no pressure on you, it's often really clear what you want to do. So often when we do what other people say is the right thing or the right way or what, you know, perhaps society implies is right, So often we try to follow the herd and we end up not doing what is truly deeply right for us. And we know that because it doesn't feel good. We always have this like niggling voice in the back of our head, that regret, that what if, and we secretly want something else. So what version of right are you measuring yourself against? Is it some cookie cutter version that you actually don't want? That was me. That was me for the longest time. I used to think that right meant, you know, you get a really good job or you 
go to university and then you know get a really well-paying job you work your way up the ladder and then you settle down and you buy a house and you have 2.5 kids and you get a dog and you you know did I mention get married because that's meant to be in there somewhere and you live happily ever after right and you vacation like once a year <laughs> I used to measure myself against that though and so many of us as women do but is that actually what you want because my guess is if you're listening to this podcast it quite likely isn't you have a different picture of what you want that to be like and that is what's right for you so what version of right are you measuring yourself against and how do you want to define getting it right for yourself moving forward so I'll give you an example. For me, getting it right is being myself and doing what I want. It's trusting myself to be okay regardless of the outcome, knowing I will always have my own back and never beat myself up if it fails or if it's a fuck up, right? I will instead be so proud of myself that I had the courage to try and to learn and to gather more information. And that to me is being badass. So for me, right is, is not listening to what everyone else says or does because I don't want to be like everyone else. I just want to be me. And when you're so focused on getting it right, I think you're doing it wrong. That might be a hard pill to swallow. That's some tough love right there. <laughs> But it's true. When you're so focused and obsessed with getting it right, you're doing it wrong. When we stop obsessing on getting it right, we try more things. We gather more information. We learn more things. We learn through doing and not through absorbing a shit ton of information. Right? You don't learn how to play the piano by watching a hundred YouTube videos. No, you actually have to touch the piano with your fingers and apply what you absorbed in those hundred videos. You actually learn through doing it over and over and over again. So the last thing I wanted to say on this is that we as women so often tie a lot of our worthiness and our enoughness into getting it right. And this is a very perfection driven thing. No amount of getting it right will ever make you feel good enough. How do we know that? Because it hasn't yet. <laughs> it would have already worked. Okay. You must first believe that you are good enough as you are right now. And then it won't even matter what you do. All right. <laughs> a little bit of tough love in there today, my friends. That's a wrap. Huge love to you. Take care out there. Have a magical week. I'll see you again soon. Hey, I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com slash consult and I'll see you there.